0: Welcome to another episode of what's new in beauty. My name is Nia and I'm super excited to have you guys here. Of course, this is the series where we talk all the new exciting things happening in the beauty industry and just anything in beauty. I'm just very interested in talking about. So without further ado, let's just jump straight into it because we always have such a jam packed show. And of course, make sure that we continue this conversation outwards as well. Whether you're listening to the podcast, whether you're watching the live, I just want everybody to be engaged with everything that I am talking about. And of course, if you have any insights, of course, please, please do share. Whether, again, like I said, you're messaging me here in the live or, of course, when I post the actual video of this, let's continue the conversation. So right off the jump, I'm really, really excited to talk about this awesome brand. If you guys haven't heard of Cheekbone Beauty, they are pretty much like, at least from my knowledge, a very just like outward And very just like proud, indigenous, made, owned, manufactured brand. And the founder, Jennifer Harper, actually started up the company back in 2016. And I actually, I don't know. If anybody had heard about cheekbone beauty prior to this, but I actually found out about them via dragon's den, which if you don't know dragon's den is essentially like the Canadian version of shark tank, even though dragon's den has been around longer than shark tank. And essentially the biggest news about this brand is that they've officially launched in Sephora Canada, which is super exciting to see if you've been checking out their Instagram, checking out how they've been pretty much documenting this entire process. It's been very dope to see. And as well, they wanted to have new packaging and new products in tow. So, like I said, the Indigenous owned brand that started up back in 2016 by Jennifer Harper uh, is now offering a curated assortment of its beloved sustain collection, including two new products, a mascara and a blush bronzer duo. And like I said, it's gonna be available on Sephora Canada online. Don't know if they're gonna have in store as of yet, but it'll be very exciting to see how that goes. I know they typically like to do the online thing and then eventually they'll do the in-store. But again, this is really dope because the founder she said that she, you know, joining their incredible platform, Sephora's incredible platform, allows us to further amplify our mission to create spaces of representation within the beauty industry for indigenous youth. Ah, indigenous youth. <laughs> and I'm just really excited, one, because that statement, like if you look at Cheekbone Beauty, everything that they do is essentially about that. Like you can tell that everything that they do for the brand is about really inspiring and really creating a lane to show indigenous youth, even just elders in the indigenous community that hey everything is possible right like this is a brand like i said that from the very beginning never wavered never said that we were going to commercialize ourselves to fit into any sort of box like they were proud well not were they are a proud indigenous like i said own and made and operated brand so like i said just very dope to see them have the opportunity now to be in sephora canada and sustainability is inherently embedded in indigenous cultures and cheekbone beauty again partnered with creative business ally sid lee to help elevate their vision to ensure balance between human beings and nature for future generations and the new branding and packaging design inspired by the vibrant colors found in nature is the first element of their collaboration so very very dope to see them collaborate with Sid Lee Sid Lee is probably like a well-known if you guys haven't seen them, definitely check them out. They're like a well-known kind of design and branding agency. And they've done some really, really awesome work here as well. And so the sustain Collection, like I said, comes with new products. So a vegan mascara at 32 bucks. a sheer talc-free blush bronzer duo at $24. bucks. they have also got eyeliner, an eyeshadow pencil, lip gloss, lipstick. And if you actually go on Cheekbone Beauty's Instagram, you can actually, I think they still have the filter where you can actually try out the lip So that you can see what they look like on you before you actually go out and buy them, which I think is totally genius. And I personally, like I said, you know, when I was seeing this, I felt super inspired, loved the rollout, love how Cheekbone Beauty really brought their community into the whole idea that hey we are launching in sephora and this is not just us launching in sephora and letting it go by like no we are letting you into everything that we're doing so again check out their page check out their graphics check out everything they've been doing everything has been so intentional for the lead up of this official launch and so i love to kind of see it all come together that way but my biggest kind of I don't want to say my biggest pet peeve, but my thing with something like this, where it's such a huge, huge launch, especially for cheekbone, especially with like everything that's just happening in Canada with indigenous lives, just as a whole, I wish there just would have been a bigger rollout. Like I wish that, you know, we could see it more on the homepage, even on the socials. I kind of felt like Sephora, like they did a video, they post, sorry, they did a post where they showed, you know, Hey, cheekbone beauty is going to be here. And then they had somebody who I believe was one of the reps of Sephora. Sephora kind of do like a full face tutorial using the products from the sustain collection. And although that's awesome and that's great, I would have just hoped for something else. I would have hoped for a little bit more fanfare typically on the Sephora us page. Anytime a new brand launches in Sephora, they have a particular rep that actually does like these videos with the founders, which I love to see. And so I don't know if they're going to adopt that in Canada as of yet, but I would love to have seen that really love to see that kind of fanfare, especially with a situation like that. And, hey 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 (laughs) appreciate everybody for coming through but yeah i'm just really one more so excited to see where this kind of takes cheekbone beauty especially because this is a really big monumental moment for a like i said an indigenous owned brand founded brand as well too especially because they have been doing what they've been doing for so long since 2016 and so i'm just really excited it feels to me that history has been made essentially again because of the whole dragon's den situation and what i will say in a situation like that if you are a beauty brand and and you're thinking to yourself you know hey I don't really know what it is that I'm necessarily doing or maybe I don't necessarily know where I want to be like I'm sure when Cheekbone Beauty sought out to create their brand you know maybe Sephora was on their radar or maybe not but when you get on a situation like a Dragon's Den or a Shark Tank where you really have the opportunity you know maybe if you don't get an investment but you still get the publicity you still get the notoriety you can still say you were on the platform for one and two I will talk about this in the next topic because it seems to be like an indie topic, uh, indie brand indie topic thing that we're all talking about today. But you know, again, with cheap bone beauty, they are kind of sort of considered an indie brand. And I've been noticing more and more and more. And you guys have heard this through other episodes that all these big retailers, the Ulta, the Sephora's, the Kohl's, the you name it. Like they're all leaning into indie beauty brands. Like I'm not even saying that you have, you can have been around for about a couple years. And like, if you have the following, If you have the great products, if you have, again, the opportunity to be in a space where you can pitch your brand like that is essentially what these bigger brands are kind of looking for nowadays. And so if you're, again, one of those indie brands or a small beauty brand right now thinking, I don't know where where it is that I really want to be. I'm telling you, these big, you know, retailers want you. That's all I'm pretty much going to say. And they're not even necessarily wanting like the celebrity brands, like although I'm going to talk about a celebrity brand collaboration today. They really want the indie brands, the brands that have, you know, again, like I said, been on Instagram, you know, going viral on TikTok. They're looking for these type of brands all the time. And so at the end of the day, if you are a small beauty brand or an indie brand, really kind of look to see how you can kind of, again, really just like amplify yourself as much as possible with all the channels that you have. If you have the opportunity to get on a Dragon's Den or a Shark Tank or you have the opportunity to just like utilize whatever you can to just like get, you know, to just be top of mind you could have the opportunity of being at a Sephora or an Ulta or wherever it is that you want to go. Because like I said, a lot of these bigger retailers are leaning into smaller beauty brands. So shout out to Cheekbone Beauty. Congrats to Cheekbone Beauty because that is an honor. I'm telling you, Sephora is not playing around like you guys have been. I've been talking about this more and more and more that Sephora has really just been leaning into the indie brands. They've been also leaning into the influencer brands as well, too. And so this is just really dope to see. And once again, congrats to Cheekbone Beauty for getting in Sephora, Canada, and hopefully they'll be in store soon. So getting into the next topic, and again, this kind of coincides with the whole kind of indie brand conversation, but it was, you know, shown in a, in a Forbes article that I was reading, um, that Walmart, you know, big conglomerate Walmart is now looking to stock more indie and POC owned brands. And it was actually interesting. Cause I, I noticed that Walmart was leaning in this direction and this is when they actually chose to launch Oma uh, by Sharon C who is the founder of Oma Beauty in Sephora. And I remember when they decided to launch that and the fact that it was in like over 3000 stores and they made a really big deal about it and it was like, you know, reasonably affordable. I just knew that something was going to change. And this article that just again came out a few days ago, pretty much proved it. And so, like I said, in this Forbes article, it was said that Walmart's merchandising VP of omnichannel Beauty, Muzab, I don't want to pronounce his name wrong, but I believe it is Muzab Baubale, and he said that they are looking to reinvent Walmart's beauty business one brand at a time as more than 40 new brands have been included with an emphasis of indie brands and brands owned by people of color. So once again, just reiterating what I just said literally like five seconds ago, If you are an indie brand, if you are a brand that is, you know, you're a person of color and you own a beauty brand and you're just trying to make your way, this is your time. Because huge conglomerate, like I said, like Walmart is looking for you, which is insane. And so, again, Bout Bale has a mandate to innovate and bring relevance to the aisles of the world's largest store which means turning beauty departments into destinations for Walmart shoppers who come for groceries, but leave with a new lipstick or skincare regime. So this is really exciting for so many different reasons. And it just goes to show you at the end of the day that beauty is definitely a focus for a lot of these department and retail stores at the end of the day. Like they know again with like even like Target, right? It's the same kind of Ulta Target uh, sponsorship, sponsorship, partnership situation that they had like a few months ago that everybody went crazy over. It just goes to show you that these brands understand that they really need to be ahead of the simple fact that a lot of people now are wanting to get into beauty or wanting to kind of look their best whenever they go places. And so again, Balbale says the pandemic has changed things. Beauty certainly was one of the first categories we saw come back. Really great to know. After the initial shutdown, people were focused on their appearance, whether it was teeth whiteners or lipstick, beauty can be, a small indulgence. And so I can definitely attest to that as well too. I mean, not going to hold y'all like I was still buying lipstick and still like buying foundation and all that kind of stuff even in the pandemic, even though I got to wear a mask, but at the exact same time like here you have a VP of merchandising in the beauty section in Walmart telling you like, "Hey, this is something that we've noticed and on top of that, we want to focus more on those indie POC brands, not necessarily, yeah, we have a mandate for it, but at the end of the day, they mentioned here that, you know, when it comes to how it is that they're trying to find the right brands, like with the older, with the oldest Gen Z customers now 24, Walmart Beauty now recognizes that there is an, this is a, that there is an incredible opportunity to build brand loyalty, focus on inclusivity and equality by delivering products they're looking for. According to Kyra Media's 2020 State of Beauty Report, skincare is by far the most important segment for Gen Z within the beauty category. So, all my skincare brands. I'm just reiterating to you again that the time for you is now because Gen Z cares about skincare more than anybody I know. They're really into the ingredients. They're really into the videos. They're really into texture. They want to see everything up close. And so this is a report essentially telling you that. And this is also a huge company like Walmart telling you that we recognize that Gen Z is buying things. <laughs> so we want to make sure that we are actually putting products out there for them so that they actually care for it or try to see if we can even create brands that are going to be appealing to Gen Z but again to create a brand it's a lot of time and a lot of effort so you know Walmart doesn't necessarily have all the time to do that when there's already an indie brand that already has such a great following such a great community that they can now just have in their store and it's a win-win at the end of the day it's a win-win for the small brand because you're in Walmart you know what I mean like that's such a huge huge thing whether you're online or in store that's a huge thing and then on top of that for Walmart it's great for them because they don't got to worry about they don't got to do anything new all they got to do is just acquire these companies and trust me they have the money to do so and so some of the new brands included are Saint Moi, Geek, Next of Us, Erase Your Face, Evolution 18 May Apothecary, Skin Proud True Skin along with like I said Uma by Sharon C that again launched this past July and I spoke about this on an episode of What's New in Beauty in July and this is actually again like I said really dope because the collection was actually available at more than 3,000 Walmart stores Uh, and this was really exciting more so than anything because it builds that kind of loyalty at the end of the day it's like again your brand getting into a target or an ulta if your brand is in one of those places people know to trust you you know what i mean they believe that you know you have your best interest in heart in terms of like having your product be accessible to everybody because again the situation with a lot of these indie brands is that not a lot of people can get them because maybe they're only on a website or maybe they're only shipping out to a certain place but for someone like myself who's in canada I have the opportunity now to shop for these places and I don't only have to be secluded to a website or paying duties or paying conversions in some sort of way that doesn't make me excited to shop anymore. So this is actually super, super dope to actually see it come to fruition and come together. And last but not least, Bale actually says that the challenge in beauty is how do we bring Uh, how do we bring her essentially any shopper who they're essentially looking for from areas from other areas of the store, right? We know that she's shopping grocery on a weekly basis. Increasingly, she's looking at fashion and home and areas where Walmart is making strides. The mission now is to make it simpler to buy what she's uh, to buy, what she's pretty much buying in the beauty space and also give her things to discover on a weekly shopping trip. So, Personally, for me, I don't think Walmart's gonna have enough. Like, I don't think they're gonna have a hard time doing that. But I think they really need to also understand at the end of the day that it's not just women who are interested in this beauty world. It pretty much is everybody. And so you gotta understand that you can't just come from such a linear lens. Like the even them just saying her right only. I mean, maybe there is a huge amount of women that are buying beauty from Walmart. Right? What do I know? But what I really just want them to stress more than anything is that again it is people well actually this is what I'll also say if they're thinking that people are shopping for groceries on a weekly basis right I would love to personally know is it Gen Z that is shopping at Walmart for a weekly basis or is it for a woman who's between you know maybe her mid 20s to maybe her mid 30s or maybe a little bit older like I would love to know exactly what that is because if you're trying to create more Gen Z brands or trying to add in more Gen Z brands it's like okay but Gen Z is not really shopping at Walmart for groceries right at least from my own perspective y'all can let me know in the States if that's something that you're typically doing or maybe you're going somewhere a little bit cheaper I know something like Ulta for example or again Target the girls all the girls and guys always be going to that place and they want to pick up one thing and then they leave with like thousands of things and then they go on YouTube and do like Target and Ulta hauls (laughs) which is like really kind of dope to see but at the end of the day I'm just really interested to know who is actually shopping at Walmart because if it's not Gen Z then it's going to be hard to kind of get Gen Z interested in actually shopping beauty or you'll have certain YouTubers who I've seen in the past who will do sponsorships with Walmart for example to kind of talk about a brand. I still think that will work at the end of the day but I'll be interested to kind of see how they kind of make that transition a little bit because Walmart is still so family oriented and it has a particular style and so that's just what I'm really interested to kind of see all come together (laughs) Um, and last but not least super excited to talk about this collab and I know y'all are probably tired of me talking about celebrity collabs and beauty brands and all that but I was very excited to see this come to fruition and I actually thought it made sense and this is all about LA based indie beauty brand BH Cosmetics collaborating with Doja Cat for her first ever beauty collection collab situation. And they made it very clear that this is Doja Cat's first ever beauty collection. Like, put some respect on our name we did it first and I was actually really excited to see this as well too because BH Cosmetics again one of those brands that have been around for so long and they're such an affordable brand like if any of y'all have tried out BH definitely let me know but it's definitely one of those brands that can kind of fly under the radar a little bit which is why I think they still call themselves an indie brand but they're definitely one of those brands at the end of the day that they stay in their lane (laughs) Like BH Cosmetics stays in its affordable lane. They've got decent products as well, too. Um, I would always try out their products as well when I go to, like, the hair store. But obviously, I don't have hair anymore. So there's no really reason for me to go to the hair store and try out BH. But this collaboration with Doja Cat is honestly coming right in time. I mean, hot off her VMAs hosting gig. You know, this is kind of like the next big thing for her. And you can actually get the collection on their website. And it will actually launch in Ulta Beauty on October 3rd, which I think will probably make more of an exciting kind of splash. Because again, the girls and the guys love Ulta. So I cannot wait to see that come together. The collection is a mystical journey of discovery. And it is full of sumptuous textures high impact colors and electrifying metallics Uh, this is essentially what BH kind of says about the collection the CEO of BH Cosmetics says that Doja is a true creative genius I have to agree on that. She is really a badass at heart and was such a pleasure to embark on this epic adventure to make these concepts a reality. This was truly an authentic collaboration from start to finish. So that actually makes me really excited to hear that at the end of the day, this was a collaboration that didn't just come out of, you know, them having like two or three meetings and then like all of a sudden it was really great to kind of see, uh, you know, or even just hear that this was authentic from the jump, right? And when you kind of look at Doja as much as she's such a big deal now, you do kind of sense that she just doesn't do things for the money. I don't know, maybe her Pepsi ads could maybe tell a different story, but uh, not to say that the Pepsi check wasn't big, but all I'm just really trying to say is, especially when it comes to makeup, really dope to see that it was authentic and, you know, that it was pretty much a creative journey from the jump. Uh, Doja says that this collaboration is such a full circle moment for her as she grew up doodling in school and always had an artistic eye. So naturally experimenting with makeup was a huge part of her life as a teenager. And again, it was also important for her to create multifunctional products and tools and she that she would be able to actually have in her own makeup bag. And she also wanted to pay homage to the vibrant, edgy colors that define her most memorable beauty moments, which, you know, if you see the collection, very very vibrant very beautiful giving also like earthy and definitely like this mystical journey of discovery that I'm getting it kind of makes me feel like SZA's Good Day album a little bit you know or not the album the song and the music video how it's kind of fantastical a little bit and it really leans into nature so I love kind of seeing that all together love seeing that it's also also multifunctional as well I just think as a brand you should be making multifunctional products just it's we're in 2021 the girls don't have time to be having 10 to 20 different products to put on a full face especially because we're wearing the mask we ain't got no time for a whole bunch of things so as much as we can get out of each product each tool the better so that's me telling again to the public that multifunctional and multi-purposeful products are the wave and as well the collection comes with a 36 color shadow palette Which has really good swatches, by the way, and the girls are really excited about that. A mini shadow quad, powder blush trio, loose powder highlight, mascara, calligraphy eyeliner, 10 piece brush set with a bag, hand mirror, lip balm, and plumping lip gloss so Doja really came through for the girls and this collaboration and again the products range between 11 and 36 dollars which is awesome again shout out to BH Cosmetics for always pretty much being affordable and I you know like I said that the imagery is stunning like how they've been able to put this together like I just thought the imagery was absolutely stunning and beautiful I also thought as well too that the You know, I wish I had kind of seen a little bit more like videos a little bit from the collaboration, maybe even like Doja using the product in real time, maybe even her and BH Cosmetics going live to maybe talk about the collaboration. Obviously, I know she's a busy woman, you know what I mean? But I just wish I would have seen that, you know what I mean? That could have just been a little bit of a different vibe coming from a collaboration like this because when it comes to the celebrity collaborations, like people always think it's a cash grab, right? Like I even had one of y'all like hit me and be like, listen, Doja why and I'm like listen you know the girls gotta get their coins but what I will say is at the end of the day I just wish there, you know we could have seen a tutorial at least or like something in real time you know maybe the collection I don't know maybe some videos are coming up this collaboration they announced it like I think almost less than a week ago so I was very excited to see it all come together and I hope to see you know not the beautiful photography images that are retouched and all that like I want to see Doja on live use a collection you know what I mean or I want to see her go live with BH Cosmetics to actually use it in real time so we can actually see how it all pans out because that's going to be the main difference between her collab and even BH as a company as well too because like, like I said BH has been around for such a long time but they very much fly under the radar they're not problematic whatsoever and they like I said they stay in their lane when it comes to the beauty products that they put out the collaborations they put out as well too so I would hope to see a little bit more visuals in terms of videos uh, even with a BH cosmetic rep or maybe even like an influencer that wants to partner to do something with doja I don't know something just very dope and exciting to see and this is just one of the ways that you can kind of let your brand stand out especially when you are doing a collaboration with a celebrity as huge as doja cat who goes on instagram live a lot already I would love to kind of see this come together and so all of that to say congrats to bh Congrats to Doja. Congrats to Cheekbone Beauty. Uh, shout out to Walmart for understanding the assignment about indie brands and POC-owned brands because it's about freaking time. And without further ado, y'all, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to What's New in Beauty. As always, tune in to the replay, tune into the podcast as well, too, and I will catch you guys for another episode, not next week, but most likely the week after. All right. Take care, guys. I'm <laughs> done!